Hello and welcome into another edition of The Stew with JT Brew. I'm your host, Justin Taylor. We're here on the YouTube Dynasty Pros Football Channel. Like and subscribe. You know, make sure you get all the content for me and everyone else on the Dynasty Pros Channel. Today we are talking NFL season-long player prop bets. What we like, what we don't like. Got my boy Dalton Cates in here from Stealing Lines to talk everything preseason. Got to get these bets in now before the season starts. Stick with us. We've got a lot of good content coming out here. You're in the stew. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commissioner do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. Update your roster and pick and choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups. Universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce. You did the stupid JT proof. Thanks for joining us here on the stew. That's Chase Baby, my guy from Champaign, Illinois. Check him out on Bandcamp. Chase Baby on Bandcamp for all his material. Check him out, download it. Support local artists, musicians, always good. Love him putting that uh, together for me for the show. Dalton. Appreciate you being on, man. We just uh, did an episode talking about all the teams we like, divisions, over-unders. Now we're in the player props. One of my favorite things to talk about, season-long player props. Got to get them on them early because people forget and they go away. So we got to get in these before the lines get crazy. You want to jump in more than a couple days before the season starts because that's when the lines get crazy. Everybody's betting on them. Let's jump into summer. Before we do that, give everybody kind of what you do, where they can find you, and, and all the stuff you do on social media and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, full t- full time degenerate. Um, I uh, I work in the sports betting um, in the space. I have a Substack right now where I talk about bets, mainly like player props, futures, stuff along those lines, and. Do some uh, research um, and try and back up all of my positions with historical evidence or looking at trends for certain teams and also matchup based stuff as well. So I have that. I have a Discord as well. We're putting up picks. Also try and make it as education based as possible to make people smarter, betters, because like I said, it's fun to you know, watch the game and be entertained by your bets. But it's also, in my opinion, more fun to be able to watch fun, entertaining games and also win. So trying to, to trying to merge that balance between, you know, having a good time while doing it, find winning ways to do it, how to think as a winning better. Um, all that stuff is like really important to me and trying to, um, yeah, just talk about that as much as I can um, through my avenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going into the season, I'm jumping on one of my, you know, whatever sports book I bet through. What are you jump? What are you looking at now? What's kind of standing out to you? Where are you searching? Where are you looking at of, as bets you're kind of liking? Uh, as as far as you like the odds or personal bets you're jumping on, give me a few of those uh, to start off here. Yeah, so I'll kind of give you just like my thought process when I like open up a sports book is. 
I know a lot of people go straight to like week one and look at some of the lines or they go to Super Bowl or they go whatnot. I go to like the most ridiculous things ever. So I'm going to, let's say I open up my DraftKings, right? I'm going to player stats and I'm looking at who's going to be the leader in rookie receiving yards, who's going to be a leader in rookie passing yards, who's going to have the most interceptions this year, who's going to be leading the NFC East in uh, rushing yards. or So I'm trying to get as many like kind of different markets and unique markets as much as possible and try and kind of catch um, sports books metaphorically with their uh, their pants around their ankles and, and finding lines that um, don't necessarily um, add up to – players um talent or upside and i think using like a fantasy football type of mindset when it comes to understanding upside on players can really help out in those markets as well so that's kind of what i'm doing and then um try and find unique ways to play certain teams based on it like for example um if i'm big on the charges here you know justin i know we're both big on the chargers finding unique ways to play that so maybe it's not necessarily betting on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, right? Because there's a lot of variants that play there. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC. They still might be a good team and not do well. But what I feel more confident in is I feel more confident in their offense and their passing offense specifically. So finding ways to specifically target that aspect of a team. So it'd be like Herbert most passing yards or Chargers to score the most points, like 16 to one, or Herbert throw for 5,000 yards or, um, you know, Quint Johnson over. Just like things like that where – honing in on a team and then just getting even more specific within that team of what you like about that team and then betting on that specifically instead of betting on the team as a whole. Cause the more that we can kind of detail what we're betting and why we're betting it and find a unique and fun specific ways to bet that I think we're gonna have more success because uh, again, like you could do all the analysis on the chargers and their defense as I'm sucking, but their offense is as good as you thought, but you bet the Chargers win the Super Bowl, and their offense is still electric, but the defense is the reason they're not getting the Super Bowl. What you bet on, what you are most confident in. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I absolutely love that. As a big fantasy football player doing a fantasy football podcast, that's why I love prop bets. I feel like you can double down on the guys you like, the players yeah. you drafted, and you can jump in those prop bets and be like, "Oh, okay, I, I I love this guy. Maybe everybody else doesn't." And you can find those little avenues where you can get some really good odds bets. And again, I play fantasy football i bet because it makes the games more interesting it makes it more fun um so for me i love the prop bets like prop bets are my thing i love searching you know now the x x twitter of like people throwing out random i'm like i never thought to look that bet up so that's my favorite thing is when i see people i'm like oh that's a great bet why did i not look that up because sometimes you just don't know so that's some of the things i want to uh bring up in this show is some some random bets that people are like oh i never thought about betting that now one of the bets i've jumped on and i did this after i talked to you was qb over under touchdowns and right now on FanDuel, they're letting you parlay this which in the past on certain books they would not let you parlay prop bets for the season you had to take them straight up but there's certain ones they're letting you take right now quarterback touchdowns they're letting you do right now. I jumped on one the other day after talking to you because you brought this to my attention. I like had no idea. I was like, oh, that's a great bet. Why am I not on that? So I jumped on in a uh, five-leg parlay, QB over touchdown. Right now they have it set at 30 and 35. I took over 30 touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. 
plus 2,075 right now. Those five guys all to get 30-plus touchdowns. $100 pays you $2,000 on the bet. Give me your thoughts kind of on that idea because you're the one that brought this up to me. Yeah, I think I think it's fun to like pick and choose your spots with those guys, and especially for the quarterback position too. You you don't have to be as worried about injuries like you would for like doing a parlay with running backs or receivers because all it takes is one injury and now that entire bet's dead. You could have the greatest process of all time. It could be pacing for it, and then you're in week 15, right? And someone goes down and you miss it because of that. So with quarterbacks, you don't have that that as much variance because they just tend to not get hurt as much. They're not taking as many hits. And um, just in that general sense, they tend to be safer plays in that sense. So finding different offenses that you do like, like you mentioned the Jaguars, Dolphins, you know, Bengals, Bills, and Chargers as like those teams, like finding ways to bet those together, investing in those teams and those passing attacks that you think will do well. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, obviously Tua's the one injury concern there, but I loved it because adding him and Lawrence on there was uh Tua's plus 170, Lawrence was plus 150. So it really bumped up the odds of Herbert, who was minus 165, Burrow was minus 240, and Allen minus 240. So it really you know swung that plus side by adding those guys. And for me, I love that nice little fifty hundred dollar bet. I put fifty on it. Uh, to win just over a thousand. So I love, you know, that side of things. Um, season long awards. Let's jump into that. Let's see if there's something, you know, obviously injuries are always concerned. There's a few things. MVP is one that people like to get on early. I'm not usually a huge MVP guy. Sometimes I'll get on a bet if I like a price. Right now, my favorite is Jalen Hurts at plus 1200. I think this Eagles team is really good. Um, I think. If they play as well as they do, I think people are going to lean him because of what he did last year, plus the fact that most people think they should have probably won that Super Bowl. So I think he's going to get a little favoritism there. Um, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite. I rarely want to take the favorite just because I I just don't want to put that – I just don't feel the odds are as good. So he's at plus 1,200. My Hail Mary throw, and this is a Hail Mary because – we all know quarterbacks almost always win this award. I taught, I took Christian McCaffrey only because if the Niners are as good as we think they can be and they possibly have just an outstanding season, I don't think Purdy puts up crazy stats where he's in the MVP conversation. But if the Niners are as good as we think they can be, sometimes the MVP is a, a team award. We've learned this. Like The guy on the best team wins. So I took him at plus 20,000. To win the MVP, obviously super long shot, but a ten dollar bet wins you two grand. Give me some of your thoughts on both of those. Yeah, I, th- I think the Hertz one is certainly interesting. It seems very top heavy this year. Where I think is last year or in years past, you could maybe go down the board a little bit, like Lamar and Mahomes heading into the second year. Um, had kind of paved the way for some undervalued guys as sophomores to be some interesting bets. Where I feel like this year. 
it's going to come from one of the top guys, whether it's Burrow, whether it's Herbert, whether it's Hertz, whether it's Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. Like it just seems like there's kind of that glut of like six or seven guys that would I'd be like really shocked if one of those guys doesn't win. Like I don't think you're getting like a Daniel Jones or a Geno Smith or a Kirk Cousins. Like you're like even though that you can reasonably make cases they're going to be good seasons, like the team as a whole also has to project well. So it's not just offensive driven, it's entire team driven um, award because it generally goes to a team that is a top two in their conference, if not first in their conference. And you can make the case very easily that the Eagles are a top two team in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC. So it's very easy to see them doing well. It's very easy to see why Jalen Hurts would have another really good year because just the talent around him is incredible. They got a great offensive line. Um, and again, like you said, he was the favorite heading into those final stretch of games before he got hurt. And that naturally gave Mahomes the award. So it's easy to make a case for that. 12 to 1, I think, is a fine price for it um, there. Um, and then, yeah, talking about um, – yeah, I think I think Herbert also is, is one. You can get him on Caesars. I think he's 15 to 1 as well. So he's someone where it's like if you can get one of those main guys just at a discounted price relative to market, I think it's good. I think once you reach like the 12 to 15 to 1, you can make cases um, for that as well. Um, yeah. And then I think, I think the Christian McCaffrey angle is actually like really interesting. And again, it all comes down to price, right? I mean, you mentioned that, that it's a quarterback driven award and quarterbacks are going to win at a high, high, high majority of the time. But if a quarterback is not winning the award, what position would it go to? Probably go to a running back. And how does that running back win? Well, that running back probably has to have thousand, a thousand. Their team has to be likely a top two, three team in the entire NFL. Um, and their quarterback on their team also probably is not driving that team to victory. And there's other scenarios at play liking to make that happen. So McCaffrey kind of checks a lot of those boxes that if you were to bet a non-quarterback, it's very easy to make the case that he is one of, if not like the top option to win it if it weren't a quarterback. So 200 to one's like actually like a pretty fun price to kind of throw a long shot out there because that, yeah, like I said, it's very easy to see the Niners going like 14 and three this year. Um, offensive line is incredible. McCaffrey has what, like 20 total touchdowns. He goes for like 800 receiving yards, like, you know, rushes for like 1200. Like, yeah. I mean, yes, you still have to compete against the Mahomeses and the Herberts and the hurt. Like if you're in a scenario where like, maybe like one or two of those guys get hurt or maybe like one or two underperform and this Niners are so good. And it's just a Christian McCaffrey every single week he's scoring and he's dominating. Like he's at least like somewhat like in that conversation. Like, I don't know if he's going to get it, but if you're in that conversation now, what you can do with that is now you have this Christian McCaffrey 200 to one bet. And, you know, maybe, you know, your week 14, 15, now he's like 15 or 20 to one. Right. Now you can start betting some of the other players and get really good good odds as well to kind of hedge out of that bet. So um, it, it adds a lot of um, optionality and flexibility there as well. And I think just that price is incredible. So I like it. One of my favorite bets to jump on every year is defensive rookie of the year. I just I, – I don't know why. I love that bet. I've hit it a couple times. I barely missed a few times. But my guy this year is Jack Campbell – linebacker lions everybody talks smack about them taking a first round inside off the ball linebacker i think this guy can make a ton of tackles 
on a defense that was not very good. And if they end up winning the division, it's going to get a little more limelight on him. He's plus uh, 1,800 right now. So I like that bet. He's a guy throwing. What are some of your uh, favorite, like just random, year, you know, award bets? What do you like to look for? Yeah, I, I again, like my background's fantasy football, so I don't really focus a ton on the defensive side of things. But what I'm looking for is, I mean, just historically, the type of players that have won it, where they've gotten drafted. It, I mean, outside of like Darius Leonard, like you're, it's really going to be a first round player. Like generally, it's going to be a top ten player. Um, linebackers used to win it a lot, but now it's kind of, I mean, you have someone like sauce. I mean, you can get a defensive back to win it, but again, they have to be so good that they're winning it. It's typically going to be from someone who's putting up a lot of stats, whether that's an edge rusher or someone like Campbell, but it also comes from like really good defenses as well. Like that's generally where it comes from like Micah Parsons kind of transformed the defense. The, the, the jets became a really good defense. So if you can make a case for a player being on a really good defense, they got drafted high. They're likely going to get a lot of playing time, and they play a position in which they can put up some stats, whether that's sacks, whether that's tackles, whether that's interceptions. Um, I think you make a case for it. And I think this year it's a little bit more wide open than it has been in the past. It feels like Will Anderson's kind of the main guy people want to bet on. But, again, you have to take into account that the Texans' defense like might not be that good. Jack Campbell, like the Lions could be – they were pretty bad defensively last year, but they made a lot of improvements, especially in the secondary. Aiden Hutchinson's in a second year now. They added Campbell as well. So if they're an improved unit, they could definitely do it. One of my favorite bets down the board would be like Will McDonald. Like I wasn't like super high on him as like a prospect, but he got drafted 15th overall. The Jets were one of the best defenses last year. He's likely going to see playing time. He could be better than we think. Um, Jalen Carter is another one on a really good defense um, with the talents as well um, to kind of potentially do it, um, whether the counting stats are there or not remains to be seen and um yeah so i think i think those are just a couple that i'd be looking at but when i'm looking just at other markets as well like offensive rookie of the year for example last year there were like it's a very like quarterback kind of like running back driven award but we've seen jamar chase win it we saw garrett wilson win it and i think that comes down to uh a couple things one uh, when Garrett Wilson won, there was really no quarterbacks. It was Kenny Pickett was the only quarterback drafted. He was drafted 20th overall. There really wasn't a ton of competition there. And for Jamar Chase to win it, he had to go and have the best, you know, rookie wide receiver season ever. So I'm not necessarily looking at wide receivers this year. I think it's really five guys that it really comes down to. So I would kind of refrain from taking any long shots in this market specifically. It would be Bijan Robinson. We know why he would be a favorite there. Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, all those guys are starting from day one, so they're all going to have an opportunity to do it. If one of them over-exceeds expectations, then they're going to be highly in consideration for it. I think Jameer Gibbs might not have the total counting stats, even though we like him in fantasy. He might not have the total counting stats to maybe get there, especially with the touchdowns. So I think it comes down to the main four guys to kind of do it, and I, I really wouldn't bet anyone outside of that. Um, I do like Bijan though. I think like three to one, like it's just really hard to see a scenario where Bijan, as long as he stays healthy, like crushes, like he could easily have like 17, 1800 scrimmage yards, you know, like 12 to 15 touchdowns. Um, and he's just dominating while the other three quarterbacks, like aren't just winning a ton of games. Like they're good, but they don't have the talent around them to necessarily uplift them to like a crazy level. Like we saw with like Herbert or 
we saw with like Deshaun Watson as a rookie or Baker Mayfield when he, um, you know, through, I think, I think there's a little bit more questions with those guys, but again, um, that's kind of how a couple markets I'm looking at and how, how I'm playing some of those. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the Bijan. I'm usually, you know, I like the long shots a little bit more. I'd like to play those, but I think you're right. Bijan, I feel like the offensive rookie of the year is a total good play. If they end yeah. up winning that division, even if they go nine and eight and win that division, and he's carrying the load on a team that we know wants to pound the rock and all the other quarterbacks end up with, say all those guys, you know, end up with four wins or five wins and they're last or second last in their division. I can see Bijan running away with that award. So yeah. he's one of the few guys like I like, even though he is the favorite, I like that. I, I think this is the year to take a running back to win that. I love that thing. Um, Looking at some season-long, a couple – I'm starting to look at a few. One bet I want to throw out there, uh, actually, looking at some a, a few season-long bets that I kind of like. I just like the value. I like where they're at. They're not long shots. It's just player props straight up, either rushing yards, receiving yards, passing yards. There's a couple that kind of jumped out to me, and I jumped on early. Uh, George Pickens is was 750 Receiving yards, 750.5 at minus 110 on DraftKings originally. He had 800 as a rookie, and this offense should be way better. I mean, way better, and he should be getting a lot more looks. I love that bet at 750. I think there's no way he doesn't get to 800 if there's not an injury. Uh, Another guy that I saw kind of jumped out to me, I saw somebody post it. I was like, oh, why am I not all over this, is DJ Moore. A guy who's put up pretty much thousand yard seasons across the board with terrible quarterback play. Now in Chicago with Justin Fields, he's sitting. <clears throat> excuse me, he's sitting right now at eight hundred yards. Even if they the Bears throw very rarely, I still think that's an over. What do you think about those two receivers over yardage? Yeah, I think I think they're fine. I think I think you make really good cases for it. Um, for sure. Like I, I think, I think DJ Moore's line when I, when I checked it out seemed a little bit low, especially the talent level. Um, but again, there, there are some questions with, we see receivers with new teams, see a decline in production. They tend to run the ball at a very high rate. Um, but again, we saw what happened in the preseason. Like he's that type of player who can be a playmaker and take any ball to the house at any given time. And if Justin Fields develops as a passer this year, then that's obviously, a massive bonus. I think the pick and stuff. I think I think both those guys are going to go over unless like injuries do happen. But again, that's always the risk when it comes to these bets. Is all it takes is one injury and now you're there. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where you could be sitting there like week 14 or week 15, right? And you're like, okay, like DJ Moore's like on pace for like 950 yards, or George Pickens on pace for 950 yards, and they're at like 650 yards with like four games left, and you're like, oh, this is like easy, like this is gonna happen, and then like you know, an injury happens or they miss a couple games or they're sitting there in like week, week 18 and, you know, their team had just like, you know, won a game and they're resting a player. So there's a lot of like different factors that could tend to lead towards unders in that. But I think if you're looking at overs to hit, like those would be the type of players that I would focus on guys that we have seen do before um, guys with talent, guys where you can projectably make the case that, 
their line should be much higher than what they are because it gives you that leeway where even if they are missing a game or they're missing two games, like if you can make the case that in 14 games that George Picks and DJ Moore are still hitting their overs, then I think generally like those will be good bets. Is there anything jumping out at you as you've kind of looked at these preseason bets, kind of you know season longs? Is there anything that like on your radar you know, that you're kind of paying attention to? Yeah, a lot of a lot of the unders I hit um, have moved considerably. I think the t- Tony Pollard was one that I hit. I, he was at eleven hundred yards, hit his under. I believe he's at like ten twenty five right now, which I think is okay. Um, Rashad White, I know on underdogs like seven hundred eighty. I like his under there. I think there's a lot of opportunities where the offensive line's really bad. Um, they aren't able to run it in a lot of the game scripts. And I think he also projects as like a Camara like receiver. So where like he could still be a valuable player in like fantasy and on a role for the team, but like he's catching the ball more than he is running the ball. So he's another one I like. Um overwise, um, I'm really big on Herbert. I think Herbert's a good one. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's over is interesting. Um, at like thirty four hundred passing yards. I think I think some of those ways would be fun but i also like if i'm hitting overs i want to hit some alternates too so some some like ways that i play those is if i really like a player and i really like their over i'm finding like fun ways to do it so whether that's going on FanDuel and if i like dj more right a thousand plus yards right because if he's hitting he's probably going to be smashing that or um so like herbert would be like okay like if i really like herbert uh herbert for five thousand passing yards at plus 275 or would it be something along the lines of like, yo, if I really like B. John Robinson this season, okay, uh, how can I find fun ways to bet him? Would it be 10 to 1 for the most rushing yards in the league? Would it be him to um, have 1,250 rushing yards at like 2 to 1? Um, Dobbins as well, someone I also like really like. So finding fun ways for him instead of betting his overs, I would bet, I have bet him to have the most rushing yards in the AFC North at six to one. And I would bet him to have 10 plus rushing touchdowns at like, uh, like three to one. And I'd have him to lead the league in rushing yards, like 50 to one and lead the league in rushing touchdowns at 50 to one. And for him to have like a thousand yards at like, like two to one, you know? So like, so th- those are the ways I'm kind of playing. Cause I'm like, okay, I believe in this player. I believe in a lot of things. I understand there's a lot of risk at play, but the odds are already baking in that risk. And I think that if he is healthy, things will go right for him in a scenario where I don't have to worry about that risk because I'm getting two to one on it. So um, I think those would be some of the plays that I mentioned that I, that I do like and the ways that I am playing them. Yeah. I love that idea. Like, taking guys you really like and figure out alternate ways to bet them and take those overs and get those plus odds. I absolutely love uh, one of my favorite bets. I'm going to point out to people I got from uh, Pat Fitzmorris from fantasy pros. Uh, he turned me on to this bet. It was Najee Harris to lead the NFL in rushing yards. It's plus 3000. We know he's going to get touches. If he stays healthy, there's a chance that he actually uh, he's put up, you know, back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. There's a chance that he gets, you know, a decent amount of carries. It's a long shot. I know that's a long shot bet, but I love it at plus three thousand. I just feel like that is something that's kind of out there, a little bit crazy, but to toy could happen. Um, do you have any like super long shot bets you kind of like something like that? Yeah, rushing yards. It'd be Dobbins. I like Dobbins a lot. I think he showed a lot as a rookie. Uh, was very efficient as a rookie and his comps after his rookie year 
where Alvin Kamara and Maurice Jones drew. So I think from a talent talent profile coming out of college, like he was viewed at as a very talented running back. We saw him as a rookie become very talented. And the projection was that he would take the next step to be like a top five rusher in the league. And it was very easy to make the case that that was going to happen. Obviously had a very big injury um, in preseason heading into his second year that, that, you know, took him out for the entire year, but it was a big enough injury in which his next year, like it hampered him. They didn't give him that full workload. They kind of just eased him in. But even during that, when he didn't even look that good on film, he was still extremely efficient. We know the Ravens um, haven't really brought in anyone. They bring in Melvin Gordon. They still have Gus Edwards, but they aren't paying Melvin Gordon a ton of money. Like they haven't invested into the position to um, have J.K. Dobbins not be the main guy in that offense. I think the offense is going to be much, much better, especially when now they have the most they've ever invested in the passing game. That's only going to open up more opportunities for J.K. Dobbins as well. And with him now being two years off of that ACL, he is fully healthy heading into this year, similar to what we saw with Saquon last year. Like Saquon kind of had that year gap where he was back, but he wasn't like the Saquon that we had known because all these Twitter doctors and everything are saying that sometimes it takes 18 months for these guys to fully be back to who they were prior, even if they're able to play 12 months after the surgery. So it's one of those things where he's like a post hype kind of like sleeper where it's like, this guy is still a really talented running back. If he is going to be good, as good as we thought he was going to be, this is the year in which is going to happen. And when we're looking at the talent profile of a lot of running backs who could lead the league in rushing yards, Dobbins is the one that sticks out to me um, as like a long shot that isn't taking into account the talent factor that I like 50 to one. So he's someone I really like on that market. Yeah. I love, I love where your head's at on that one. I, that to me, that makes total sense. It's great. Um, we're going to wrap things up here. Dalton Cates, man. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Remind everybody where they can find all your great info, where they can follow you throughout the season. Yeah. Stealing lines, uh, Substack. Um, so you can search a uh, Substack stealing lines. Uh, all my stuff is on there. I'm putting out um, some content right now before the season about some players, some markets I do like. And then as a season um, heads into there, Ben will be putting out his weekly over unders, his spreads that he likes. And then I go ahead and do some player props as well. Uh, weekly player props, matchup driven stuff that I do like and some analysis as well behind that. And then from our uh, subscription, you can go ahead and get to our Discord, which is more like up-to-date stuff where we notify as we're betting things. Um, and yeah, we got a we got a solid community there of people that are just absolute sickos and love the bet. So um, yeah, so you can find my stuff there. And then follow me in the X at Dalton underscore Kate as well. So absolutely, I appreciate you coming on. Everybody, check that out. You guys got great information. Hope to have you back during the season. Uh, if if you're a new listener to the stew, we're going to have season prop bets over unders, things we like during the middle of the week. Uh, Dalton's a guy we'd love to have back on if I can talk you into it. I know you're a busy man, but I appreciate you coming on talking kind of preseason, kind of what to look for overall. Uh, it's been a great talk, man. I, I had a great time. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you, Justin. Always fun time talking with you. Thanks for joining us here on the stew. You can find me at JT Orange on the X. Also, you know, subscribe, take the like button, give us comments, anything you want to hear about, bets, things that you are wondering. Hey, do you like this? You like that? Hit me up, hit Dalton up. Uh, we'll absolutely answer any and all questions. 
once again, thanks for joining us here on The Stew on the Dynasty Pros YouTube channel. May all your draft picks hit and the trading never quit. Check you next time, guys. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft.